This is Women in Revival podcast. Today we are starting a new series called How to Cultivate Family Time with God. Our topic for today is what is family time with God? If you want to know how to do something, you need to know what it is. And so today, Deborah will introduce to us the family altar. Sister, I pray that as you listen to this episode and to this series as a whole, God will change your family time with him. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject. Father God, thank you once again. I'm ever so grateful. Thank you for this session of Women in Revival. And it's my prayer that you will speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. So welcome back again to Women in Revival podcast. I'm praying that this particular series will be useful for you. In the last couple of series, we'll be focusing our hearts on the matter of parenting, motherhood. So on this series also, we will be focusing our hearts on parenting. We'll be looking at the family and what we want to do this time is tagged how to cultivate and enrich your family time with God. As a people of God, there is the need for us to cultivate a family time together. Sometimes we call it family altar or family devotion. So this is what we'll be focusing on on this series. Don't forget, you can always go back to our website www.okofrighteousness.co.uk where you can find this series and many other series. And if you have any need, any support, please do contact us on plus four four seven nine four four. 398415 or go on our contact us page on our website and contact us. So on this series today, how to cultivate and enrich your family time with God. I know that many of us, we are at various or different stages in our family life. Some of you are just starting your family. Some of you have gone a long way. Maybe there is a woman there who is just about to get married. I think this will help you in having that burden that desire to start a family time together immediately you get married. Actually, before marriage, if you are in courtship, I found that very helpful. You know, from the onset of my marriage, we have to spend time together by myself and my husband. And when we started having children, the children fell into the pattern that my husband put down. So today, Women in Revival, I want us to look at what is family time with, with God. If we are saying how to cultivate and enrich your family time with God, I think it is right that we really know what family time with God is. So what I want us to do is to quickly look at two scriptures and then we talk practical and we go away from there. So we are going to read the book of Malachi chapter 3 verse 16 and Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 7. So Malachi chapter 3 verse 16 says, Then they that feared the Lord spoke often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that taught upon his name. So from this verse, we can see that family time together is a time that God-fearing people, God-fearing family speak to each other. We come together to exalt each other, even in the word of God. We come to share the Bible with each other. So it says, then they that fear the Lord speak, how? Often. So it's not something you do today and then it's another few months. No. 
It says, where you speak together, God hears. So family time together is a time that you, your husband, your children sit together to fellowship in the world. You pray, you sing. And as you do that, you know that God is in your midst. God hears. And as such, he opens a book of remembrance on your behalf. So for me, I take family time together very serious. Family devotion is a serious integral part of my own family life. I love it. It doesn't have to be a long time because I think that's one of the things that puts children off. It can be short, you know, 10 minutes, you know, and also depending on the age of your children. If you have toddlers, you are not going to do a family devotion of 31 hour and you know, so you want to do it to be able to carry the children along. So family devotion is family time together in prayer in the world. Knowing that God is there, is hearing you. I'm sure that makes sense. And the Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 7 says, And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. So looking at this again, we are seeing what family devotion is. Family devotion is a time that you sit together with your children, with your husband, and you repeat to them, you teach them the word of God. So that Deuteronomy 6-7 says, And you shall teach them diligently unto your children. You will talk about the word of God when you sit down in your house, when you walk by the way, and when you lie down and when you rise up. So family devotion is a time when we sit together as a family to talk about the word of God. We sing together, we pray, and we exalt each other as Christian families. I remember the Lord Jesus in the day of his flesh. You will remember that he spent time with his disciples. Sometimes when they are having their dinner time, you will see him share one thing or another with them. So that is a symbol. That is an example of family time together with God. So sometimes it could even be around dinner. It may be around dinner that you've decided that, okay, we will have our family devotion around dinner. You have your dinner and immediately food is, uh, the, the food is finished. Then you enter into devotion time. Whatever works for you. There is no one size fits all. How it might work in my family may not be how it works in your family. But the most important thing is that we want to be a family that spends time together even with our maker God. Some of you will say, well, I already spent time alone with God, which is very important. My husband spent time alone with God, which is very important. Oh, my children spend time alone with God. It is very important. But it is also necessary for us to come together as brethren, as a family. Even in the presence of God, it strengthens us. I will be talking later on as to how we have done it as a family. So I'm praying that the Lord will give you an understanding of what family time with God is. We saw that it is a time that we who love the Lord, myself, my husband, my children, sit down. We talk to each other about the Bible. We sing. We pray. And God hears all we do, is part of what we do, and He opens for our family a book of record. For me, it's as if God comes to Mark and then that is Deborah here today? Is this here today? Is that here today? You know, kind of. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It. So it's a lovely time, a time of fellowshipping and worshipping 
God. You know, it reminds me of Genesis um, chapter 2. When God will come down in the cool of the day and spend time with Adam and Eve. You know, that was their family time with God. So it is very, very important to, to cultivate a time where you, your husband and children can spend that time together fellowshipping even in the presence of God. And I'm praying that as you desire this, the Lord himself will help you to accomplish this. Amen. This is a Woman in Revival podcast. Yesterday, we started a new series called How to Cultivate Family Time with God. Our topic for today is the departure of family time with God. Today, Deborah will be dealing with how detrimental leaving that family altar can be for a family. Spending time with God is at the centre of not only your family's relationship with God, but your family's life. It should be rather. For some people, it is not. And so, sister, as you listen to Deborah, I want you to take into consideration the ways in which you may have departed your family time with God and repent and go back and begin to experience that time with the Lord again. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject. Father, once again, we thank you for this special series that we are looking at how to cultivate a family time with God. We long for a time with us and how wonderful it would be if we as Christian families long for a time with you also. And I'm praying that you will give each and every year of this podcast even the burden to make sure that as a family they spend time together in your presence. In Jesus' name. Amen. So I want to welcome you back to the Women in Revival podcast, particularly to this series, How to Cultivate and Enrich Your Family Time with God. Last time on this series, we were looking at what exactly is family time with God. And we saw that it is a time when we sit together in our home and or maybe when we are on holiday, a time when we sit together as a family to fellowship, to read the Bible, to sing, to pray, to share. Um, it's a time where we know God is in attendance and he opens a book of record on our behalf. And then we saw also that even Christ in his relationship with his disciples practiced family time together. He sang hymns sometimes when they sat together on dining table, shared scriptures with them. So it is very, very important for us as Christian families to inculcate family devotion or family altar. If you've missed yesterday's episode, please do go back to our website www.okofrighteousness.co.uk and if you need to contact us, do contact us via our website on our contact us page or send us a message whatsoever to plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five. So on Women in Revival today, as we still continue to look at how to cultivate and enrich your family time with God, we want to look at the demise 
of family time with God, the departure of the family time with God, the end of family time with God. It is rather unfortunate that many, many Christian homes are growing without family devotion. Many Christian homes are living without spending time together as a family, even in the presence of God. Sometimes it is due to busyness of life. Maybe our career, life outside the home seems so busy to the point that we don't have that time where we all congregate in our homes, you know, to sit down and to look at the world. And like I said yesterday, that family time with God doesn't have to be a long time. It doesn't have to. And I think for me, in my own journey as a wife, in my marriage, I found family devotion as a great time of building up myself, building up my children, building up each other. I've come to say to myself, honestly, that look, sometimes we go to church looking for, do they have good children ministry? Do they have good youth ministry? The plan of God is not for church to be the one teaching our children. I'm sorry to say this, but that is the basic truth. The plan of God is that parents will take responsibility over their children in their homes. So I do say, sometimes when we complain, we don't even know what they are doing in this church. They are not doing anything for our children, blah, blah, blah. If your church is not doing anything for children, honestly, that's not a big deal. If you have a church that have a farm and son youth work or children's work, Praise God. But if they don't have it, it is not their primary responsibility. It is your responsibility as mother, as father, to raise your children. And one of the means that we do that is through family devotion. I can't thank God enough for family time with God in my own life and in the upbringing of my children. This was where they learned to undo the word of God, to bring forth the word of God, to lead prayer, to intercede. They are intercessors today as a result of family time with God. So when I see a family that, you know, kind of look down or despise or underestimate, you know, the importance of family time with God, it pains my heart. It really pains my heart. It is needful. God desires that we spend time with him. So the end of family time with God, it is sad that, like I said earlier, in many of our Christian homes, family time with God is gone. Sometimes we may meet together once a month, once a week, and we do something and that is it. No, it doesn't have to be like that. It is right that we spend regular time together to fellowship together as a people of God, just like Hebrews 10 tells us that we must not forsake the fellowshipping together of brethren. While I know it's talking about the bigger brethren, but to be honest with you, brotherhood, sisterhood starts from home, isn't it? So I want us to quickly read Jeremiah 6, verse 16. Jeremiah 6, 16 says, The Lord said to his people, Stand at the crossroads and look, ask for the ancient paths. And where the best road is, walk in it, and you will live in peace. You know, that's from the good news. Now, the King James says, Thus say the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see, and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they say we will not walk therein. Are you seeing the departure of family time? So we are seeing, it says, This is the Lord speaking. Stand in the ways, see, look, behold, 
ask for the old part. The family time with God is an old, old part. It's not something that is more than it has been from ages past. And it has been passed down to generation to generation. Sometimes when you read the biography or the story of families like maybe Jonathan Edwards' family, how the Lord raised through this lineage, new generations of children, of families that kept serving the Lord in one way or the other. If you look back into their stories, you will get to know that they value their family time together also. So it says, look and ask for the old parts. The, the art of family devotion is becoming a thing of the past in many of our Christian homes. Sometimes we are so busy with activities, activities at church, activities at home, activities in the community that we neglect even the place of family time together. You know, it is very, very important that we discover this again and work in it. It says when you work therein, you will find rest for your souls. Honestly, that is what I have discovered. You will find peace of mind for your soul. God has used family devotion time to challenge me, to challenge my children, to equip us, to help us to stand well, to be who he intended us to, to be. So, while I am seeing the end, you know, the departure of family time in many Christian homes, I am challenging you to see the need to start a family time together. In your own family and I'm saying this to you as a wife because the Bible says a wise woman builds the house maybe you and your family used to do this before but for one reason or the other you just find out that you don't have time for family devotion again then go before the Lord in prayer God is able to reinstate it again it is very very important to have family time together. I have found it very useful. Sometimes we address various issues. It could be a milestone in one member of our family or in our family life as a whole, and family time has concretized that for us. I don't see family time together ending in my own family. For me, it started with me and my husband, and by the time we are bringing children to the world, they fell into the same pattern and it's been an old, long, it's been a, a long tradition now in my own family. And I'm saying to you that family time with God doesn't have to be a forgotten thing. No, it doesn't have to be a forgotten tradition. I believe it is one of those traditions that needs to be uphold by Christian families. In as much as we must not neglect our fellowship with brethren but it is also important that we don't neglect our family devotion what family devotion might mean for me may not be what it might mean for you you know if you look at even the history of christianity in great britain for example one of the things that i found very wonderful is how families spend time together you think of families like susanna wesley's family you know, they spent time together. Even when Samuel, the father of the house, was away from home, Susanna still managed to bring the family together in a time of devotion. So I'm praying that the Lord will bring back to life the art of family devotion into your family, that you begin to see the need to come together as a family, to fellowship together in prayer in the word. You know, like we said yesterday, God opens a book of record. It is a time that we talk together as a people that love the Lord and God hears us 
and God blesses that time. Family time with God doesn't have to end in your own family. It can continue as the Lord lives. If you need help, do feel free to give us a call on plus 44 we started a new series called how to cultivate family time with God our topic for today is starting a family time with God today Deborah will be dealing with the subject of how exactly do you start that family time maybe you're just about to get married and you're wondering how are me and my husband going to establish this foundation of the family altar in our lives or maybe you have been married for quite some time now have children they're grown up and you've never had a family time with God or maybe along the way you've stopped doing it and you want to know how do we start it again or maybe your children have grown up and have left the house and you're wondering how do we still keep that family time with God even though we're not together as a family all the time well today Deborah will be taking us through those questions and I pray that as you listen God will indeed help you and your family time Depression B will now take us further on this subject. Thank you so much for this series and the burden on your heart that you are sharing with us, the desire to fellowship with us as a family. And I'm praying that you will cause this series to go forth and accomplish whatsoever is in your heart. Let your passion, let your zeal accomplish this, even in the hearts of the hearers in Jesus' name. Amen. So, welcome back again to Women in Revival and to this series, How to Cultivate and Enrich Your Family Time with God. I believe family devotion or family altar or family time with God is an integral part of a family life, of a Christian family life. It is very, very important. Sometimes we think, well, church is not doing enough. But honestly, the, like I said in one of the episode, episodes, that the biblical upbringing of our children is our responsibility as parents. And while we have them underneath, uh, on, in, in our homes, it is wise that we cultivate a time where we sit together to fellowship together as a family. That is where we give them godly identity. That is where we speak into their lives. That is where we speak into their situation, situations. That is where we teach them to learn how to take their burdens to the Lord in prayer. So last time we were looking at the departure or the end of family time with God. I was saying it's such a sad thing that the art or the tradition of family devotion is departing from many Christian families. Sometimes as a result of busyness or because nobody taught us, we didn't know. So we didn't start one also. So we just go out, come back, everybody live life the way they know how to live. But I'm praying that through this series, the Lord will burden you and you will see the need to cultivate even a family time with God. You don't need long hours. Ten minutes sometimes is enough. I will be talking practically as to how to go about it. 
If you have missed any episode, do go back to our website, which is oakofrighteousness.co.uk. And if you need to contact us, do contact us on our contact us page. Our number is there, our email is there. Or send us any message to plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five. So today I want to talk on starting a family time with God. How can you start a family time with God? You know, the book of Psalms 127 tells us that except the Lord builds, they that labor labors in vain. There is the need to first acknowledge before God. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Lord, this is something that I desire in my family, where myself, my children, and my husband can come together in a time of devotion. Maybe you are a single mother. Then go before the Lord. Tell the Lord what your day is usually is. And tell the Lord, it is my desire to lead my family into your presence as we fellowship together in your word and in prayer. You know, things like that. Communicate your heart with the Lord. Because except the Lord helps you to start one, you will find it a bit challenging to start. And so I want us to read Proverbs chapter 16, verse 3. Starting a family's time with God. How do you start? Is what I'm handling even today. So Proverbs 16 verse 3 says, Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. You see, just like I told you that, except the Lord builds. So there is a need to commit that desire to have a family time into God's hands. Ask him, how should we go about it? What can we do? In the midst of the many ideas that I might talk about in this series, God may be dropping one on your heart as to how to start your own family time with God. So ask the Lord to bless your plans. And then the Bible says you will be successful in carrying them out. So there is the need to first acknowledge the Lord. You know that scripture in Proverbs chapter 3 is coming to my heart. Acknowledge the Lord in all your ways. It is very, very important to acknowledge Him. And let him direct your path. Pray. Ask the Lord for direction. So if you are thinking your husband is very passive. Oh, he won't be able to lead the family. Take it before the Lord in prayer. God is able to work it out. You go before the Lord first. In the place of prayer. So then look at your family settings. Look at the season in which your family is. You may be able to look and say, oh, we are having a new baby. That may be a place to start. As you, maybe it's just you and your husband, you begin to talk together, you know, oh, let's look at what the Bible says about babies. Maybe this is your first child. Then you can determine to come together to be looking at that. Maybe afternoon, evening, whatever will work for both of you. Or maybe you are moving home. You may start from there. Maybe your children are starting school. You may start from there. So look at your season of life now and start from there or maybe it is actually something that you are studying you can tell your husband oh i'm going through this it's very interesting can we look at it together maybe five minutes a day ten minutes a day and you both start together and incorporate your children into that so what matters is that starting from god except the lord builds they that labor labors in vain and as a woman in the home, you are the one who builds, you are the builder. So you need to first start on your knees. Pray, ask the Lord for his blessing upon your family time together. And I should give you initiative as to how to go about it. Any peculiarity for your family that the Lord should direct you. 
And I am very sure that as you pray, the Lord will burden your heart. The Lord will give direction as to how to go about it. If you are thinking, oh, my husband won't be able to do this, you just commit your husband into God's hands in the place of prayer. And God knows how to sort out your husband. Remember, acknowledge the Lord in all your ways. Commit your plans into his hands and he knows how to bring it to pass. Don't be too fussy about this matter of family time with God or family devotion, family altar. Take it before the Lord. Don't see it as something too minute, something inconsequential, you know. No, just take it to the Lord in prayer and pour out your heart with the Lord. That is the place to start a family time with God with. As you are progressing and growing in your own personal work with God and you are seeing the need for your family to come together, for your iron to sharpen each other, for your deep to call on to the deep, then go before the Lord in prayer and commit it into God's hands and God knows how to work things even in the physical. When we come tomorrow, I'll come and talk to you about how this has worked so far in my own family. The practical ways we've gone about this and I'm praying that as we share, the Lord will um, stir up your heart to start that family time with God even in the